Hey there, and welcome to the Dynamics Hot Dish Podcast, serving up stories and knowledge on Dynamics 365 and the Power Platform. This is what's hot in Dynamics. You're now joining Merlin Schweiger, Liz McGlennon, and Ashley Steiner. Thanks, everyone, for joining another edition of our Dynamics Hot Dish Podcast. We're excited this week to be joined by Molly Fuchel, who works for Dynamics User Group. They are really well known for putting on the virtual conference, Dynamics Con. Also excited to hear about the in-person event that's coming later this year. So uh, Molly and I actually used to work together um, at Dynamic Communities. So we know each other pretty well and really excited to kind of get your feedback and thoughts just on community and conferences in general. So thanks for joining us, Molly. Well, I am so excited to be on the Hot Dish podcast with Liz, Merlin, and of course, Ashley. Her and I, like she said, go way back. So thank you for having me today. Awesome. So do you want to kind of give just a little background on yourself, a little um, like elevator pitch? Tell us what you do, how you work with Dynamic User Group. Absolutely. Yep. So um, as Ashley mentioned, her and I both started our, well, Ashley, I don't want to speak for you, but we both worked on community together at Dynamic Communities. And after I decided to leave Dynamic Communities, I was actually, um, (laughs) I was uh, approached by John Stipula, who said, hey, I've got this idea for this event, and I think it might go really well, and I'd love it if you'd help me. And I was like, good but thank you so much for thinking of me I'm honored and then I don't know a couple weeks later same thing he's like so just seeing if maybe you'd reconsider okay tell me a little bit more about what you're thinking and he had really put some good thought into a virtual free to attend conference for the community and I was like hmm he's actually I mean he's serious about this 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 could be good and mind you this was in March of 2020 so our world was quickly changing in March of 2020 then I think he came back one more time and he's like I just wanted you to know I'm still working on this I'd still love to have you involved and I wanted you also to be aware that any proceeds we have will be donated to charity and for some reason I very much remember reading that message on LinkedIn thinking that that was the moment that convinced me to get involved because to me, that's what community is about is giving back in the end. It's, it's, it's cyclical and it's all about how you can do better for others and how you can enrich and, and create betterness around everyone. So that was really that point that changed my mind to getting involved with Dynamics User Group and their really big push and um, goals for driving and building global communities. So um, in May of 2020, well after we had all unfortunately seen what was ahead, I signed on with John Stipula and Jake Roeder for at Dynamics User Group to do DynamicsCon in September. And obviously, fast forward, we've had two very successful global multi-day virtual events, uh, planning our third in September of 2021. And as Ashley said, even starting to expand into the in-person events arena. And um, I'm excited to tell you a little bit more too about how we're bringing community together beyond just events. So there's my long elevator pitch up to the 62nd floor for you. (laughs) I love it. I'm curious, like how you knew John Stipula? Did you know him before this or was it somebody that just reached out to you? Yeah, somebody else just asked me that recently too in the community. I knew of John through my work with dynamic communities and the Power Platform communities. And so I think just working in those channels together, he had known that I had decided to 
what I thought was part ways with communities as a whole in this space, but he convinced me to come right back on in. So, and I'm so glad that I did. That's awesome. I am also curious about the, you brought up the charities. I know that wasn't on my, like on our list, but I'm so excited that you brought that up and I'd love to hear more about like what charities you guys give the money to and and what that looks like from your side is it also volunteer work i guess too would be my other question oh sure that's a great question so um just to be very honest and we we publish our financials so this is not um hidden information we try to be very very transparent with dynamics con and dynamics user group as a community and as a company uh so we (laughs) we did not have we did not you know actually have Uh, any proceeds come out of the first two events. But what we did have was speaker payments. So we paid our speakers. That was really important to us um, for the first two events to compensate those that really put a lot of time and energy and preparation into speaking at the conference. So with the speaker payments, we did give the option to donate the speaker payments to a chosen charity. And we work with our Dynamics user group committee, our advisory committee to actually select the charity. And we have given now to five different charities, two tied to the two virtual events we've had. And then we also did um, a charity campaign where Liz, Helen, Rich Bellavo, and myself all picked a local charity where we live and supported them. Um, and it was actually a great drive we did with our sponsors of the event. And that was exciting. I wish I could give you the the number, but I think we gave over 40 gifts, uh, holiday gifts, if you will, to local charities around the holidays, thanks to our committed sponsors. So just things like that. Um, We've also helped direct relief uh, specifically for children in crisis and during COVID last year. So that was our first. And then our second one, um, you all may remember we had Sean and Taylor Dord as our keynote speakers. Uh, very fascinating story. I'd recommend that you check out their keynote session on Dynamics Con's YouTube channel. Um, but because of Taylor's journey, he actually started a charity called Pennies for Taylor. And we donated the speaker payments and any other donations that came into Pennies for Taylor uh, to honor him and to really recognize the good work that he's putting back into community as well. So, and then um, I love that you asked about volunteering. So we work with volunteers every day, but that's one thing I've thought about is how is Doug as an organization volunteering their time? So I have to get back to you on what that looks like, but it's actually been something I've been thinking about is we, of course, work so much in volunteer work and efforts every day, but how can we, again, give back in that way as an organization? And so top of mind, Ashley, I can't wait to report back. (laughs) I'm going to let Liz and Merlin jump in and ask a question, but I'm really, can we just take a moment and just recognize how awesome Doug is for a name of user groups? (laughs) I think that's awesome. It's fun. That's great. That's great. I think of Doug, the Saturday morning cartoon when I was growing up, whenever I hear the word Doug. So I, I just think it's a, it's a fun name. I like it. We can do a lot with it too. Yeah. Um, so I guess. Oh, go, go ahead, Merlin. Go first. <laughs> I was just going to ask about the upcoming events. So like what, um, what should we know about or like anything you want to talk about for the virtual uh, Dynamics Con that's coming up in September. And then also I know you've kind of, there's been an announcement that there's going to be an in-person one. So any news for either of those? 
Yes, absolutely. So our virtual, our third virtual dynamics con is happening September 20th through the 23rd. That's a Monday through Thursday. And that sounds like a lot, but they are actually half days. Um, we really try to hear the community and the virtual event fatigue is a real thing. And I think that we need to allow people that flexibility to still be able to work, monitor the inbox, heaven forbid, if we're back at home homeschooling children and, and you know, just preparing and being very aware and sensitive to everything that's been going on over the last year. So we are doing the four half days, it's nine to one Eastern Standard Time. And then um, we just concluded our session submission window that just concluded. And so we had 286 session submissions, which is fantastic. And we've had, I believe we've had, if not as many speakers, more um, very close to hitting the top number of speakers that submitted sessions. We had about 215 speakers submit sessions, which is really exciting. We did have a rule in place, um, again, to hear the community that said a maximum of two session submissions per speaker. We used to have a much higher rule. So of course you can imagine some people have got very creative and wanted to submit many, many sessions, but to keep it a little more fair and just keep everything a little bit more on a level playing field, we have two submissions per speaker. And so we were excited with those numbers that came in. 61% um, of the content that came in is categorized as premiering content, which means they have not done this session at a previous conference. They are debuting it at DynamicsCon in September. So that's a big thing for this space. It's important to, have new content. I think that's what people want to see. Um, this, the repeat sessions are great, but we want to be a place where you get to see it for the first time. And then we had 27% rookie speakers uh, submit sessions. So a rookie speaker is a first time presenter. And that's, uh, that is defined as a first time presenter in the business applications community. So, so, so uh, super excited is what I was gonna say, just to see people coming out and having those conversations to encourage people to do this. People really do message me even just on Twitter and say, so I'm thinking about submitting a session but tell me more. <laughs> so it's fun just to be able to help them. And so now we have just opened voting for the September event. So all of our content is voted in by the community. So anyone that's listening, I believe we'll have one more week of voting when this podcast airs. And July 28th is when voting concludes. So you've 12 votes representing the 12 sessions per track. Uh, five tracks at this event, just like the previous events. Um, we have Dynamics BC, CE, FNO, Dynamics GP, and Power Platform. So same tracks as the last event. And I'm just trying to think, I think I gave you the dates again, September 20th through the 23rd. And then the big reveal of the conference agenda will be at the beginning of August. So I have to make a note that our three wonderful hosts on the podcast today did submit two sessions. I'm, I'm shamefully and shamelessly going to say, please vote for their sessions because they're amazing. <laughs> and I don't know if you saw their session that made it onto the conference agenda for the March event, but they were all themed out in St. Patrick's Day attire. It was fantastic and educational. So way to go, you guys. Well, thanks. thanks. We I, appreciate it. I'm glad it. you gave the plug because otherwise I was going to have to do the shameless plug. You're and so you should welcome. Probably, I was like, you should probably wait to see if the check clears uh, before you start. <laughs> I have all the faith in the world and you guys and in the community. So, um, and then if you want, you guys, since we're on the topic of 
event. I could give you a little bit of details on this in-person event announcement that we just put out. So Please do. <laughs> yes. yes. So I'm excited that you guys are excited. This is something that we have been asked about. I'm pretty sure John, Jake, myself, Liz, uh, Rich, Liz, and myself have been asked about this since the moment we all came into this is what what are you doing in person when 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 even last year when we were still in really COVID rough waters we would get a lot of questions when 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 we're ready we're ready so we again we listen we hear everyone um and the first thing we did is just really we surveyed the community quite honestly so I have to say this we sent out an email survey and I thought gosh I wonder if anyone's going to take time to fill this out and I think almost 300 people filled out our in-person interest event survey, which was really telling in itself. Um, it tells us two things. It tells us people are interested in engaging with us. It, it did tell us that people, uh, the majority of the community members are interested in an in-person. And it also just told me that people are reading our emails, which is awesome. So <laughs> I loved that part too. Um, so yes, we, we really wanted to make sure it was the right time. We really debated uh, 2021 or wait until 2022. And the nice compromise is we um, very intentionally are keeping this smaller. So our goal is around 500 people. Uh, we are looking at an event on November 11th, so after the virtual event in September. This will be hosted in Anaheim, California. I won't say the location quite yet. I think if you go look hard enough, you'll find it, but um, we're very close to securing all of those details. And I'm very excited to announce that we've already had two title sponsors commit um, and several other sponsors interested in participating. So that also tells us that our, our sponsor companies are really seeing the value in us bringing community together actually in person. Um, and you notice I, I listed one day, November 11th. It is a one day conference. Um, we really though, to us, and, and we're figuring out these details, but it's equally important to us, of course, to have the educational content represented, to have the really supportive sponsors sponsors represented, but also to represent networking and just togetherness. Um, so we're doing things the night before, we're doing a big reception the night after the educational sessions, um, we're being, doing a big reception. So we're just really excited to bring people together. And I think we're gonna come up with some really fun things because that's our, we like to think that's our, our niche, right? We like to have a lot of fun with Dynamics User Group and try different things. And so it'll be fun. There, there might be superheroes walking around or something like that, who knows, but it'll be really fun. So you guys will have to let me know if you're interested in coming. I'd love to have you. <laughs> yeah, I think we all are interested, but one thing that you said in there, Molly, that I think is just really powerful is the power of community. You sent out this email and over 300 people, I think Merlin said he responded. I know I responded. Oh, thank um, you. But that's one of the things that's awesome about community is that your voice is heard. So clearly yes. when you wanted to hear what people thought and if they had said, oh, no, we're not ready, you guys would have waited. And I think that that shows a, a lot of like, I think that's great on the behalf of Doug just to kind of listen to what people are needing and wanting in yeah. order to fulfill their to fulfill their roles. And a little bit of insider scoop for those that are listening and for you three is we we want to hear the community and everything they want, of course, right? And as a company, we have to make 
decisions and decide the, the risk versus reward, right? And so making all of those and having a good balance is something that we constantly evaluate and reevaluate and what's good for the community and what can we take on as a company. And so that's, but always, always, always our, our ears are open and it's about what the, the community wants. And so one thing I didn't even mention that maybe uh, you guys and the listeners would want to hear is the tracks that we plan to represent at the event today, and, and this is not finalized, but we'll, again, insider scoop for the podcast, uh, the tracks that we plan to have at the event right now are BC, CE, and FNO, so the Dynamics products. And are you planning to take the same approach to selecting the sessions through voting, or will that be process be different, do you think? That's a great question. I think we are considering doing a different process. Um, and to be very transparent with you, that would be more of a timing situation. So we are starting to plan an in-person event, traditionally probably a little later than maybe a, you know, if you had all the time in the world, you would start planning an in-person event. Um, so maybe from a time perspective, we might evaluate a little bit differently and, and make different choices with how we select content. But we understand the importance of good content, and I hope that everyone uh, sees that through our Dynamics Con events. And so if anything, I think there'll be definitely our committee involvement or a uh, subcommittee involvement, and then also just hearing from what the community really wants to see at a conference in person. And I think also having, you know, having those new faces, again, I think is important to us. So if there's a way that we can incorporate that, uh, we're going to try and do that as well. Again, community is great. Um, and we love the veteran presenters we have and the people who've been in this space for 25, 35 years and have been on every version of every product. But we also like to remember that there are people who are trying to become those veteran subject matter experts and how can we help them through community. I think that's, that's pretty important. I'm, I'm a little bit curious. I mean, you've, you've talked up this, this in-person event. It's going to be in November in California. Yes. There might be superheroes, Yes. but you're maybe. limiting it to 500 people. How are you going to, how are you going to tamp down on demand? <laughs> that's a great question. Well, um, Merlin and Ashley and Liz, if you completed the survey, we're letting those folks know first that uh, that was part of filling out that survey is you, you would get some first rights of information on reviewing when we open registration. Um, but then it's, I, you know, we hope, Marilyn, that you are right, that there's going to be a lot of people that are really ready to be somewhere in early November and they know that they actually can go on a work trip again. Um, so we'll have to see. And, you know, maybe that means that we even let a couple extra people in. I guess we'll have to wait and see. But um, again, being COVID conscious, we, we want to be conscientious of that throughout this whole planning process. Don't worry, Merlin. If you're standing outside the door, I will let you in. Oh. <laughs> VIP access. Great news. Yeah. So I wonder with getting into the in-person events, are you guys looking to get rid of the virtual or is that always going to kind of be your, the main part of what you guys do is this virtual event? Sure. Great question. We will always continue our virtual events. So thank you for asking, because I do think that's the second question that everyone asks as soon as, are you doing a live and is the virtual going away? So no, we have no intentions for the virtual to go away. It's our way, especially to connect people who really can't come to an in-person. So, and we really, 
we're building such great connections globally and we want to keep that going. And I think in-person or sorry, virtual is always a way that we know we can connect people in and keeping it free as well for all attendees is really important to us. So we're going to keep working towards that. And so if anything, I think right now we're still planning to do the two virtuals every year as well. And where we go from there and how we make those a little bit more fun and unique is kind of our next goal of how do we keep people engaged. And this is a great place to learn the products, right? We hope we're really providing a lot of education for our community members, but you're all together and, and there's just something special about having a niche, right? That brings you together. If it's a superhero theme, if it's graphics, you know, fun graphic designs for people to use, we really like to build on that and just make it a fun experience overall. So I, I'm excited to see where we go into 2022 with that mindset. So Molly, you had brought up previously that people frequently uh, message you about like presenting for the first time. I'm curious, like, I feel like, you know, there's probably a lot of people listening that haven't presented at like at some sort of conference or event like this before. Like what advice do you give a first time speaker or if they're kind of debating whether or not to submit a proposal? Sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, I always find out where they are in their journey, right, and, and get to know a little bit more about them as a person and what they hope to accomplish with this. And if they maybe don't have a specific goal, but it's it's more just a personal goal sometimes. Um, it's I would say equally it's personal versus professional. Um, some people really want that, you know, to say they did that on more of a resume perspective, but some people say this is just a personal goal of mine to build in my profess professional spaces, that public speaking experience. And I love that. I love when people have that little bit of vulnerability right up front in the conversation. And um, I'm very sensitive with how I ask questions just to see how comfortable they are. Um, some people definitely are nudged by their company, which I think is great too, because that shows that their company believes in them and their company believes in them growing their skill set in that way. And so, and sharing some knowledge that they've gained probably with that company. So I think that's actually really great too. Um, and then so depending on where that is, that, that's where I take the conversation. They're definitely not cookie cutter conversations, Liz. So that's, thank you for asking it that way. Um, and then, yeah, usually I just, Ashley knows this probably um, just as much as maybe you two do, but I try to just be a really good cheerleader for people. Like that, just me personally, that's what I try to do. And I, I sincerely mean it. And I know some people think I'm a little bit full of it sometimes, but as Ashley knows, I'm pretty excitable in general. So um, I just try to really be their cheerleader and, and tell them that, you know, we're here to help them along the way. Um, one thing we implemented this Dynamics Con, and I don't know if you three had a chance to see this or anyone else that's listening, but we implemented a mentorship program. Um, very informal. It's it's honestly just us connecting more of an experienced presenter with a new presenter. So we actually connect with all of our rookie speakers. Um, we send them a message and say, would you be interested in a volunteer mentor helping you prepare for your session submission? If your session submission uh, gets voted onto the conference agenda, that mentor can help you prepare your actual presentation from Dex product information and just presentation skills. And I'm really happy to say a lot of people took us up on that. And I, we actually try to stay away from mentorship program. You know, it's got this like more formal feel. I one day threw out when we were doing some marketing messaging, I said, just call it community buddy. Like just, you know, let's connect you with a community buddy. And I think that's really what it is. It's 
we connect them and we let the two, the, the veteran and the rookie take the conversation from there. And I'm just, I love the stories that have come out with it, out of this program. It's again, very organic. And it's a way that again, community creates connection. Um, and if we have a, a couple minutes, I'd love to just talk about how we think about that a little differently too. Yeah, there's two things I want to say. First of all, yeah. I would love to hear. But first, when you say that like you're a cheerleader and you really like have this excitement personality, I want people to know that's genuine. Like, <laughs> I know sometimes people are like, oh gosh, she can't be like that all the time. But no, truly, Molly is very genuine. She's a very like, just wants everyone to succeed kind of person. So that, just that wanted was to me. say that. That was me when we, when, like the first time that we run a video call with you, I was like, there's no way she's like that. Ashley's like, no, for real? She's like that all the time. Yeah. Ashley was like, that's genuine. <laughs> it was completely oh, genuine. She, she's very supportive. The second thing I think that if you want to touch on it, Molly, is how do people get involved in that community buddy program? Um, if somebody's a veteran speaker, how could they get involved? Absolutely. Yes. So it's again, very informal. You email myself, Molly at dynamicsuser.net and I find someone, I try to find someone that's in your same product interest. Um, or I actually found I had someone who was in one product, but they wanted to actually branch into a different product. And they said, could you hook me up with a veteran speaker in that other product that I'd really like to grow some skills in? And I said, sure. So again, just really getting to hear what people hope to get out of it. And it just emailing Molly at dynamicsuser.net and then I take it from there and see how we can best help you. And it's it's really been a great success. So I'm, I'm glad and it's, you know, there's just not, I mean, Ashley knows this, there's not a lot of um, work involved. It's just connecting people. It's the easiest thing to do. And I'm glad that we can be a resource to do that. That's awesome. So I think that you had some, you wanted to tell us about how you approach community at Doug um, and the, what sets you apart. Yeah, absolutely. So um, maybe I'll just combine this too, because I, I know we're, we're, we've had really good discussion and these, uh, we have to go soon. But um, so we really, again, at Doug, we try to understand that community means different things to different people. It means that you're going to be more involved or less involved at different points of the year, different points in your career. And we also understand people communicate and engage differently. So the, this mentorship program is a wonderful example. It's a one-on-one -on -one approach, whereas we can post in our forums. We have uh, forums for all the products on dynamicsusergroup.net. We can post all day long about who needs help on this or who, you know, who has a question about this. But sometimes forums just aren't some people's jam, to be honest. It's, you know, it's very front-facing. It's very public. And sometimes you just want to take that a little bit more privately into a one-on-one -on -one conversation and dialogue and dynamic. So I think that we really try to understand that small groups learn better. We, we've done, if, if you guys have seen this, we've done little YouTube videos, little almost tutorial videos about this is our new website. And we understand that some people just do well with that type of engagement, right? Where I just want to sit and watch on YouTube later tonight. I don't wanna have to raise my hand or attend anything by a specific time. Um, so that's, that's not a new approach by any means, but it's our way of saying these are short 10 minute little things, ask questions if you want during, or just email us or you know, DM me on Twitter <laughs> if you have a question after. Um, so really kind of understanding that 
big groups work for some people, small groups work for some people, one-on-one -on -one engagement works for other people. Um, those different, there's, that's a very broad way to look at it. And then what programs can you build out from each of those is something that we really look at as an organization and hope to keep building. And then um, just to kind of roll that right into Doug and the different ways to connect. Of course, I mentioned the forums. We have the virtual events twice a year. We're in introducing our, we have our inaugural in-person event in November of 2020. We do plan, our hope is if the in-person goes well this year to keep going with in-person into 2022. Um, we have Skill Up. So that's a great way for you to have on-demand training courses. Those are the deep dive courses. Um, a very interesting program. We're getting a lot of instructors. We have, a, they're called instructors and then students, of course. Uh, that's a great way to just, again, really, really deep dive into product skill. I'd encourage people to check that out. We have um, meetups as well. So actually Doug has meetups. Those are all very self-led um, and they perform very, very well. If you're looking for just, again, more of an informal structure, uh, that's a great way to connect. I've noticed our meetups are starting to go back in person. They were all virtual for quite a while, um, but we let people choose in-person, virtual. We let the leaders do whatever they want to do because they're volunteering the time to bring people together. So I would say in 2022, we have um, our wonderful leaders, John and Jake are very uh, inventive and they have a very big entrepreneurial spirit. And so they come up with some really great ways to engage people differently. So. I'm excited that we never box ourselves in. We just keep listening. And honestly, the best ideas come from the community. So we'll just keep listening. And I think we'll have great more, we have a lot more to deliver that way. Well, that makes perfect sense. Sounds great. Um, and it, I, it's actually good for you to go through all of these different things that the, the Dynamics User Group is providing because I, I didn't realize that some of those things were available. So. Oh, great. Glad I could help. <laughs> I think one of the cool things you mentioned are the, the the meetups, as you call them. So it's like on a local level, I'm guessing those yes. meetups are. So do you offer like support and help if they're like, hey, I want to talk on this topic and you guys have this just probably database of people. Are you able to connect them with people or is that kind of the support you offer? That's a great question. So we don't upfront, I would say, offer that type of level of committed support. We absolutely will never say, no, we can't help you. That's not the way we operate. We, we always find ways to help people when they reach out. But we do set the tone that this is very, again, self-led by the leaders. Um, so very similar to chapters for those of you in this space who, who've heard of chapters, meetups work the same way. We just really let them be user-led and user-focused on the product. So whatever that, you know, I shouldn't say just user, partners and users, excuse me, can lead these. And what they want to focus on is, you know, in line with the product, the dynamics or power product, we let them take it from there. So they generally will find their own presenters and topics and things like that. But of course, if anyone is ever struggling in any way, we're here to help. That's our job. So, <laughs> and more than that, it's just the right thing to do. <laughs> and so I'm, I'm wondering, because two out of the three of us, I'm the end user, but both, you know, Marilyn and Liz work at consulting companies. Liz is an independent consultant. How can partners get involved? Because sometimes that engagement looks a little bit different than an end user. 
We allow anyone to get involved in any of our offerings. So just to give you the simple answer, partner, user, independent, Microsoft employee, we want everyone to have the equal opportunity to be involved. We'll go through, of course, the things and the, the basic framework and, and expectation, but it's really, we've found actually, Ashley, you can appreciate this, uh, the less rules, the more success in some of our programs and executions. Um, so I think that we've found a lot of value in that. And again, just making sure that people are in it for the right reason. Uh, when they realize how much work it is to volunteer in some of these capacities, they, they, I think that really kind of sets a tone for, you know, if you want to put all this work in and get the people here and get them coming back, it, it takes a certain flow and, and it takes different, you know, that specific type content. So I think people are just really well aware of that and it works well. And again, we have few rules, but people quickly understand that the best thing you can do is just help offer that product education and guidance. So great question. Yeah, that's awesome to hear. Cause I know in the past there's been like this big divider line between right. partners and end users, but I mean, at right. a lot of partners, they are also end users. Absolutely. So I worked at a partner. That's where I started my career was at a partner, but we use dynamics internally. So yes, exactly. Oh. I, yep. We don't, um, I, I think that dividing line actually creates other divisions too. And community is about coming together. And I, it really breaks my heart. Ashley knows this when I start seeing people feel so divided in something that's supposed to be a unifying experience. So, um, yes. And if, you know, of course, if something isn't going well, I find out very quickly and we course correct. So <laughs> it works out really, really well. Awesome. So I know we're running up on time here, Blaze Merlin. Do you guys have any other questions for Molly? I can't think of anything. Um, I, I appreciate your perspective on community and I think that's that's a great value add to the community as a whole is that there's there are people out there who are focused on the community just because it's a community. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Thank you for saying that. I appreciate that. Well, and I, I, oh, go ahead, Molly. Sorry. I was just going to say, I have to give a a wonderful shout out to my two wonderful colleagues. Again, I mentioned them earlier, Liz Helen and Rich Bellavo. They are just amazing and always happy to help any community, community member with anything. We are a, a small team and a mighty team and you know everyone helps everyone and I'm so thankful for both of them and so they are a wonderful resource if you've worked with them in the past uh, in different capacities with community they'd be happy to help you as well. Well I don't want to speak for like Liz and Merlin but I know we've talked about this on other podcasts that well and I feel like I and where I am because of community, right? Um, being able to go to events or just have build my network of people. I mean, Liz and I worked at the same company, but I don't think we would have stayed as close as we are without the community of Dynamics. So, so I think that that's like a really good thing. If people are like nervous to get involved, um, don't be because it'll take you just leaps and bounds beyond what you thought you could do. Absolutely. So are we going to ask Molly or a signature oh, question? Oh, we should. Yeah. yeah, go ahead, Liz. <laughs> so um, Molly, what is your favorite hot dish? And do you know what a hot dish is? Oh my gosh. Yes, I know what a hot dish is. I am from Southeast Minnesota. <laughs> I've literally been to several renditions of the performance hot dish. <laughs> so <laughs> if you guys have ever seen that play, it's great. Um, my favorite hot dish 
So to be honest with this wonderful group, hot dishes don't usually get made in my house. They're, they don't follow my general diet plan, but I mean, if I'm at home, a good tater tot hot dish is a winner. <laughs> Classic. I don't think anyone has said that one yet. Have oh, they? Really? Yeah, you're Not the yet. first. I love it. Tater tot hot dish all the way. Now, now I'm going to want to make it soon. <laughs> That's a great question. Thanks for asking. Yeah, awesome. Thank you so much for joining us today, Molly. We really enjoyed talking to you and hearing your perspective. And just a big reminder to go vote for your Dynamics Con sessions and what you guys will see virtually in September. Thank you so much, Liz, Merlin, and Ashley. Always good to see you guys. And again, vote for their session at Dynamics Con. Thanks, you guys, so much. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Dynamics Hot Dish Podcast. For additional content and previous episodes, check out our website at dynamicshotdish.com, follow us on Twitter at Dynamics Hot Dish, and subscribe to our podcast for notifications. Thanks. See you next time.